If talking about new travel destinations or discovering the latest travel gadgets gets your heart racing just like mine, well then, you are in the right place. Hello there, I'm Katrina Rountree and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Come, our podcast about the wonders of travel, a place where we share memories from recent trips and we dream about upcoming adventures. So get your passports ready and join me for Journeys to Come. Leisure is the buzzword for 2017 and it's almost what we're striving for. How do we blend our work with pleasure? How do we make our passion our profession? Technology is changing absolutely everything. So, for example, for me, wherever I go, I take that little microphone or I I will write articles um, whilst I'm on the road. For heaven's sakes, I, I was able to move to, to the farm and still be able to work. I do, uh, I've got a recording studio set up at home. My computer has completely transformed my life so I get to live where I want to live but still be able to work. So today we are learning more about this term because so many people are doing it without even knowing or want to incorporate this into our life because it sounds pretty good, don't you think? Don't you think making your passion your profession or or being able to, to head off overseas, go on a family holiday with your kids and maybe make a tax deductible? Or, as we are just about to find out, how do you turn your home into a way to make money as well? You see, Airbnb, of course, you know Airbnb, they are perhaps one of the driving forces behind the pleasure trend. Now, they are ahead of the curve when it comes to offering travellers really easy and accessible accommodation on any budget that you want. So Airbnb has also introduced a search tool. This is designed for business travellers and the feature will allow professionals to filter homes and apartments that Airbnb has deemed business travel ready. Maybe this is your place. Maybe you can incorporate this into, into your apartment or home. So we have on the phone all the way from San Francisco. Isn't technology amazing? David Hollyoak is the head of Airbnb's business travel division and he joins us today to talk about how Airbnb is making pleasure more attainable. Hello from San Francisco, David. Hello, how are you? Oh, Pleasure to be here. All the better for being able to connect with you all the way in San Francisco and to learn more about this term of pleasure and, and how we can incorporate it into our own lives. And, of course, as I mentioned, Airbnb being ahead of the curve. So, David, I have to ask, you, you're, you're the head of business travel for Airbnb. I would imagine you travel a lot. Are you are you embracing the pleasure lifestyle? Uh, I am. Uh, you know, I've uh, been fortunate to visit about 74 countries countries around the world. So, uh, you know, most of those are for business, but I always try to find a way to add a little uh, downtime with that as well. So mixing, you know, pleasure and business together uh, is, is how I like to travel. Well, I can definitely relate to, to what you're saying. And, and I, I think that for a lot of people, uh, certainly for those working and traveling at the same time, they don't even know um, that they're attuned mm-hmm. to this concept of pleasure. I suppose, David, can I just ask you to please explain to those who are new to this term, what exactly is pleasure? Yeah, I mean, the primary purpose of it, obviously, is to travel for work, for, for business reasons, but then it's adding on to the, you know, to the duration and the length of that trip, uh, a leisure component, the ability to take advantage of some of that downtime and to actually see the destination that you're visiting. And, you know, for us, this is, this is a, a growing trend. Uh, when we look at um, uh, the business trips that are happening on our platform, about 
50% of them actually include a Saturday night stay. So when you see travel kind of going into the weekends or extending the longer periods of time, you know, there, there's a high likelihood that you see business and leisure. I mean, when you think about travel, right, um, you know, there's leisure travel, there's business travel. Leisure travel is something that typically people want want to do, right? And business travel is something usually you have to do. And, and business travel can get repetitive, uh, certainly can take a toll on one, and the ability to take advantage of some, of some personal time or some downtime to kind of recharge um, certainly has a very high productive value for oneself. So tell us about Airbnb's business travel ready aspect this is right up your alley how does it all work yeah so i mean when you think about um airbnb we have about three and a half million listings in 191 countries around the world so that's a variety of everything from you know a private room in someone's home Mm -hmm. to full homes apartments the tree houses the igloos the castles you know it goes on and on i mean there's a you know there's something for everyone and when you think about um, inventory that's most optimized for a business traveler. Um, that's how the advent of business travel ready came about. And really what that is, is it's, first of all, it's full homes or, or apartments, right? So it's having a space to yourself. And that mm-hmm. can be anything from a, you know, a studio apartment to a full home with multiple rooms. What do what you one need? Needs. Uh, and then it's making sure that there are certain standards that one would expect. So convenience standards. So the ability to check in 24-7. Because as you know, when you travel for work, right, um, you're, you're, you have a, a tight schedule or, or you might be coming in at odd hours of the day or there might be unexpected delays. Exactly. And then you, you never know what's going to happen. Sure, yeah. And then, and then you want to make sure that there's obviously convenience um, uh, uh, amenities. So when you're traveling for work, you don't want to have to worry about reliable Wi-Fi. You don't want to have to worry about having maybe a place to to do some work within the in the home you obviously want to make sure that there's things like an iron or shampoos and 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 soaps and hangers in the closet because those are things as a business traveler you're not going to have room or time or, or think about packing you know if you think about traditional accommodations it's, it's amazing you just mentioned subtly the iron you know you actually go to a lot of hotels now certainly in Europe definitely in Italy and I was just in France you don't have an iron in the room it seems crazy to some but but you you just mentioned those subtle things that when you are away for work or, or even if you even if you're not working you want to have access to those simple things so so david you were saying so i'm i'm curious with this because i know that there are a lot of people listening who maybe want to set up uh their apartment or their home to to basically address your market so so you've got to have the 24-hour access you've got to have wi-fi you've got to have those amenities in the room what else do they need and then there are some you know some safety standard features you would expect as well so every home has to have uh, smoke detectors up the code they obviously have you know have carbon monoxide detection as well Mm -hmm. just to to give you know some of that peace of mind for companies that have you know obviously a duty of care aspect and then, as I said, uh, they have to have either the ability to check in 24-7 or offer some sort of self-check-in feature, whether that be uh, an automated way to access the room or somebody at the front desk that can get somebody checked in, or obviously the host themselves wanting to be able to meet that, that traveler at, you know, uh, at, at the hours you know, that might be outside of uh, a, normal, a normal booking. It's such an exciting area of travel for both for both. Airbnb and for people listening now who maybe maybe want to 
turn a uh, a holiday into a work trip as well. I would imagine that that on your site on Airbnb, all the information is there, um, tips how you can turn your place uh, into a, a, a business rental place, and also where to access uh, places like this right around the world. Yeah, for for hosts that would be interested or people that are looking perhaps to get into hosting on Airbnb, I would encourage them to go to airbnb.com slash business travel ready and they can find out more information on how to make their home business travel ready. And then for individuals that are traveling and, and want to travel for work, uh, they, they can visit airbnb.com slash work, uh, find out more information uh, about signing up um, and having access to that inventory and how to book that inventory on, on the platform in, a, in an easy fashion. David, thank you so much for joining us. You work for such an <laughs> exciting company. It's been wonderful just just to have you on the show, just to share to share your insights. And, and we'll head to the site. And I, I've got to say, I, I wouldn't mind turning uh, my little apartment into a, into a business <laughs> travel-ready place place. It's an amazing industry. Thank you so much, David, for joining us. Want more travel in your day? Well then, join us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Journeys to Come and follow us. And while you're there, hey, how about you share your own travel pics and stories with the hashtag Journeys to Come. So you're you're attuned. You're attuned to the concept of pleasure, and this is what more and more people are doing. But we need the tips now. We need mm. the tips. We've spoken, as I say, to David Holyoke, one of the heads of Airbnb, who was talking about how you can possibly turn uh, your place into a business travel-ready space, or maybe you're heading off on a trip. You no longer have to book into uh, a hotel. You can go online and check out. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you want to go and 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 do your trip in Bondi and stay in a, in a beautiful apartment that's got privacy, but it's connected to the local community as well. Now I'm searching for the tips of how to incorporate it into, into my trip. And definitely Chris Chamberlain is the man to speak to. He's a journalist with Australian Business Traveller and uh, he's the master of pleasure. <laughs> this year alone, he's been like, are you giggling away? I and, am, I am. Now, Chris, tell us, uh, tell us about your travels. How, how often do you travel? It tends to be every couple of weeks and it can be anything from a day trip somewhere to flying all the way to New York or London for maybe 48 hours and then coming all the way back. So for me, it makes complete sense to try and extend your time there or take a little break or try and get the trip to cross the weekend or something. So you get to actually do a bit of sightseeing rather than just walking along the footpath between the hotel and the office all the time, especially if you're in Europe or North America or even just in Asia, which is which is closer. It's a really great thing to do if you can swing an extra few nights or maybe even take a week of leave and fly somewhere else. So if you're in LA, dart across to New York for a few days, come back and come home to the office the next week. Chris, can you can you give us some tips? How how do you build in leisure holidays into into your business trips? It gets a little bit complicated because some of them are very tight and you just can't do it. But often you get a bit more flexibility and if you are flying such a long way, often you have to fly through somewhere. So that could be Singapore or Hong Kong or Dubai or Abu Dhabi or somewhere like that if you're taking Qantas or Emirates through the Middle East. So Often airlines will sell you a stopover ticket where you pay either no extra, depending on the fare, or even just $100. And you can break your journey in the middle, spend a couple of nights somewhere nice instead of just using that city as a place to move from one plane to the next. Mm. And you can, you know, do your own thing. Sleep in, have a wander around, do some sightseeing that you might not have otherwise had time to. And it saves you spending all that money flying all the way back to somewhere that you can just stop over at on 
as part of your trip. Chris, I was just recently in Dubai and I, I was there to do a whole bunch of stories because of exactly what you're saying because mm. more and more people now are not just using, for example, Dubai as a stopover point. They're actually leaving the airport. They're, they're heading out to hotels like Atlantis and Jumeirah where, where mm. they're spending maybe two extra nights to have a little dollop of sun before they head back onto the plane. Would you also say that technology has totally changed everything for travellers? Oh, absolutely. I remember trying to travel 10 years ago before even mobile data and smartphones were a big thing. And you'd always have to print out maps or bring guides with you so you know what you're doing and how you're getting there. But these days, apps like Google Maps and Uber, you can just open it up, even overseas, because roaming's not that expensive anymore. Some networks will sell you packs that you have to add on to your plan before you get over there. So as long as you remember to do that or activate things like $5 roaming, depending on um, who your mobile phone is with. But you can use apps. You're out and about. You're going for a wander and you see, oh, what's that thing over there? Oh, look, I can bring it up on Google Maps, see if I want to go inside, work out how I can get there. And it just unlocks cities in a way that was never really possible before. So even if you don't speak the local language, you can still order cars and click in your destination. You can still get there. You know where you're going. And if you can't find your hotel, you can bring it up on your phone on a map, even if you have to show that to a taxi driver somewhere. Chris, what's it like for you as a journalist traveling the world now, as, as we mentioned with with uh, with the magazine, what's it like mm. for you and how your world has changed now that you can just take the computer, off you go, you can you can be anywhere and still report for work. I mean, there you are with Australian Business Traveller. You're mm. on all the time but kind of in a beautiful surrounding. Yeah, it's great. And, look, I also love in-flight Wi-Fi because if I'm travelling through the day, if I'm maybe extending my trip somewhere, I can log in on the plane as I'm darting off on my holiday, get some work done, um, send it through to the office. The story can be published before I land and then I can just hang out at the destination. But really anywhere I have a laptop and a phone, I can I can file a story from anywhere in the world. The, the only uh, hurdle is the time difference. So if you want to co- uh, cover some live news in Australia, you might have to stay up late if you're overseas but it's it's not really prohibitive I can do my job from anywhere Chris when you're packing to go away may I just ask what what is the can you give us some tips on some of the technology that you always rely on I mean I, mm. I, I know that uh, that for me I, I just bought this little Apple mic I, mm. I just went into this I, I had to go and get something else in in the store and I ended up I think I got it for thirty dollars and oh, at, as I mentioned we were able to do two radio shows yeah. uh, two full radio shows from my last trip I just I just grabbed the mic stuck it into my mobile phone and and off I went I did interviews everywhere I went what sort of what sort of technology do you rely on what do you recommend well for me I, I keep a Microsoft Surface which you can attach a keyboard to and use just like a Windows desktop but you can also pull it off and use it to watch videos when you're just hanging out and of course, I'm taking you know, notes. and of course I have a, a smartphone for when I'm out and about I have a, a case I can slide over that phone which you can charge uh, the phone without having to carry a separate battery pack oh. and cable. So it's, uh, oh, it's fantastic. Where do you get that from? <laughs> oh, you, can just, you just go to any of the uh, any of the phone shops. The one I have is called uh, Mophie. They have different ones. Some of them just charge. Some of them are even water resistant. So if you're out in the rain and you're trying to use Google Maps to get around, your phone's not going to get wrecked by you know getting all wet and that sort of thing. And um, of course, for me on long flights, I love noise cancelling headphones because you can tune out all the, the crying babies, the whir of the <laughs> engines, and everything else. Even if you're stuck down the back in economy, because those cheap little headsets they give you, the sound is pretty terrible and they don't do too much. So you can plug them into the in-flight entertainment system or connect them to your own tablet and, and watch videos. So I try and keep all those things in my 
in my bag to use when I'm traveling. It just makes it a lot easier to stay connected and a lot more pleasant if you have to take a very long flight somewhere. Chris, thank you so much for, for sharing those tips and sharing your knowledge. And, and I hope that it's helped our listeners as well. We, uh, we salute you for being able to turn that passion into your profession and make the most of the pleasure lifestyle. Chris Chamberlain from Australian Business Traveller, thanks so much for your time. While you're listening, why not add some travel to your inbox? Sign up for my weekly travel updates at journeystocome.com. The idea of this week's show, I, I have to give credit, it, it came from the team at the website Journeys to Come, who quite happily, this team will blur the line between work and home, business and pleasure. Because for those of us who are operating websites, you know, as long as you've got that computer or a little a little uh, smartphone, you can work anywhere in the world. Someone to talk us through how and why technology innovation is building this concept of pleasure. We are joined by a passionate technology expert and the chief information officer and co-founder at Travelport Locomote. We have Ross Fastuka on the line. Ross, did I firstly did I pronounce your name correctly? Yeah, perfect. Oh, oh, oh thank God. Thank God. Okay, so I have to admit that that I I'm trying to teach myself uh, how to use uh, various forms of technology so that so that I can can dabble in the world of pleasure, this lifestyle of pleasure. Can you just let us know, Ross, what is the draw card for pleasure for both employees as well as employers? Well, for employees, pleasure has become really important because I think uh, you know, attracting good talent doesn't matter where you are around the world. It's quite difficult, and you know if you're fortunate enough to have a business, a global business that travels often. Um, you know, being able to allow employees to take a leisure trip as part of their as part of their business trip, I think, is really enticing and something that a lot of you know millennials and Gen Ys are certainly um, you know after in terms of their employment. So they really get to see the world as part of their business trip. Well, I suppose for me, when I think about this subject, I think of all of the. Uh uh, I, I don't know why I, I feel like saying, dare I say it, but influencers, uh, people who are using social media as as a as a way to work, as as a way to, to see the world and combine work and be paid for it. I'm just curious, what aspects of technology um, do we need to get our heads around? A lot of business travel apps are, are trying to incorporate that, that leisure side. So definitely adopting your, your new technologies in your, your business travel world. Um, and then... A lot of people using the various apps. TripAdvisor is obviously a really good one. You know, you can jump onto TripAdvisor at any time and say, you know, what should I do here? And it will give you a whole list of things you know, rated by other peers around what you should do. And Facebook recommendations is a, is a really good new one out there where, you know, if you are in a city and you're traveling for business, if you want to have a, a weekend away, um, you can actually ask for a recommendation. Hey, with your friend, what should I do in this city? And other people who have been there can actually... And you know, can you really trust that? Can you really trust that? Or is it the cousins of the hotelier or the, the person with the Airbnb? Can you trust those forms, of those, those apps? Yeah, look, I know definitely when I use TripAdvisor, I always look at the, uh, the photos of hotels and the likes by members rather than the photos by the hotels. I think that makes a really big difference. I'm curious, is the leisure trend the same in Australia and New Zealand as it is to, to other parts of the world? Yeah, I think it is. I think... Probably more predominant in Australia simply because everywhere we go internationally, we need to travel a long time. So you kind of want to make the most of it as yes. you do travel. Um, but, but over in Europe, you're definitely seeing the same trend, especially around weekends. So people purposely try to organise meetings on a Thursday or Friday so they can have that day off. It's really 
really valuable for the employees um, and, you know, for the employer to keep employees happy. And what other ways should businesses sort of approach this new philosophies for their uh, for their employees? I think it's more that you know traditional business haven't really you know built policy based on management. I think they need to loosen that policy and really embrace it. Allow the people to have a, a good work life balance. You know, given that you can generally work from anywhere in the world now um, with the connectivity that we have. You know, work life balance is is blurring. So you know, giving people the opportunity to actually. Take advantage of that business trip and take an extra few days, and also fly their family over so they only pay for one ticket. The kids might be able to come over and save their money. It's certainly really valuable. So, certainly looking at your policies if you are a big corporate, to make sure that you can you can add that to your travel policy. And Ross, I just have to ask if people listening are like me and they have their training wheels on in regards to to technology, is there somewhere that that we can go to 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 learn more? Certainly on our, well, certainly our blog post on the on blog.com has a lot of really good articles. Um, there's uh, T News, which is a really good, uh, really good source of technology for travel. But there's a lot of good apps. I think if you if you search in the app store, you know, and, and look at the category of travel, and they rate the top apps, you know, from number one down. So you can really sort of download the first five, and, and you'll see how useful they are. Obviously, the Ubers, Google, and and the likes are up there in the top ones. But certainly, you know jump on the app stores and, and look at the various sites out there. There's, there's a lot of good content. Jump on and learn and make it work for, for your life. I'm up for it. Ross, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Travel is often best shared with friends and family. So please share this podcast with your travel companions and make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed wherever you collect your podcasts. I just wanted us to have a quick chat to Trevor before we wrap up our special on Pleasure because I know that Trevor is able to do his radio show from home and I heard a rumour, Trevor, that you were (laughs) able to turn a recent Las Vegas work trip into the ultimate fun trip. How did you do this? Well, you know what? I just took the approach that we are going to work really, really hard. CES in Las Vegas is a huge consumer electronic show in um, January, so... Four to five days of intense, probably 19-hour days. And I thought the boys that were with me, there were six of us, we've got to let our hair down. Um, but we do some reviews at the same time. So we, re- we reviewed a helicopter company, <laughs> we reviewed a, an exotic race car company, and we combined the two, flew around Las Vegas, landed at a racetrack and went racing uh, Ferraris and Lamborghinis. And um, we, got some, we got some business out of it because we reviewed the experience, but uh, we also got to have a bit of fun. And I think... You know, when you work really hard, you've, you've got to have a bit of fun. People often ask me when I go on my trips, am I able to stay and enjoy? And often, mm. often I respond, as long as I'm there, I will make the most of every moment. Why do you think it's important, Trevor, to 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 really milk that leisure side of your business trip? Oh, I think it's important. I was in London and I had, I think, five hours of my own time. And I just walked. I yeah. walked. I saw Buckingham Palace. I saw everything I could because, do you know what? You want to have some record of the experience. But you also want to learn from the experience so you can share with other people, share with your family. And next time you do get, go back just for leisure, you can really take advantage of it. So, you, you know, business isn't always fun. So make it a bit of fun and have some leisure as well. New York was the same. I had I had a half a day. I just caught subways. I, I, I looked as much as I could so that I knew what the place was like for that time. Hopefully in the future where I get to take the family and we all enjoy the, the place. So yeah, I think you can mix business and leisure. you just got to be smart about it. Thank you so much for 
enjoying this concept <laughs> of pleasure with me. I hope we've been able to to get you interested, to give you tips, to give you ideas. As I say, I've been sitting here writing notes on everything. And <laughs> and I suppose for a lot of us, the goal is to turn our passion into our profession and and to make the absolute most of our lives. There is a term for it. It's called pleasure. Now we know. Hey, how about you share your own travel pics and stories with the hashtag journeys to come.